0: Welcome to the weekly Comic Web old-time radio program podcast. The Comic Web sells all the old-time radio programs heard on our podcast as well as comic books and more. Check out our Superman radio podcast and we have a video podcast of the old movie Cliffhanger Serials. Go to our website, comicweb.com, for information on how to get them or type the word Comic Web into iTunes and they'll pop up. This week our podcast is an episode of Radio City Playhouse called Ground Floor Window. It first aired on July 10th, 1948.
1: National Broadcasting Company presents Radio City Playhouse, Attraction 2. Before we raise our curtain, we'd like to take time for a small speech. It amounts to this. Thanks, thanks very much for your many, many very wonderful letters in praise of our opening play, Long Distance. Bowing to your wishes, we promise we'll repeat it later on in this series. Tonight's play is titled Ground Floor Window. It was written by an extremely talented young author, Ernest Kenoy. With Bill Redfield starring as Danny and directed by Harry W. Duncan. here is Radio City Playhouse, Attraction Two, Ground Floor Window.
0: I've been sitting in this ground floor window of ours for 23 years. Yes, ever since I can remember, I've watched the girls playing potsy on the sidewalk, the boys playing stickball, dodging the cars, shooting marbles in the gutter. I'm 23 now. 23. Mm. Hey, son, it's here.
2: Come
3: oh, Paul, will you? Come on.
2: It was on, six, on. six years ago that
0: I first saw you, Ruth. You with the new upstairs tenants. There was a big yellow moving van, the furniture, your father managing Everything. I remember the first words your father ever said to me. The first words your father ever said to me were...
2: Hey, you. You in the window. This 791. Uh, I... I said, is it 791? Uh, No, he's asking him, mister. uh, He's dopey. Yeah? What do you know? Yeah, he's a
4: regular goof. Just sits there all the time. I can't... See? Like I Uh, said, he can't even talk straight. Yeah, it's 791, all right. You're moving in, huh?
2: Yeah. Say, uh, the goof there, he ain't dangerous or anything, is he? Him? Nah.
4: He can't even get out of that chair. His ma even has to tie his shoes for
2: him. No kidding. Yeah. Okay, Ruthie, this is the right place. We're home. What's
3: wrong with a kid in the window, Pop?
2: Never mind now. Go find a super and get the key to the apartment.
3: He looks so funny. Go on,
2: you heard me. Find a super. <laughs>
0: All afternoon I watched your father and another man carrying furniture and trunks into the house. It was dark before the truck finally pulled away. The kids on the block were shooting bottle caps under the street lamp. And the ice cream man had been around twice.
2: Mom, I want ice cream. Danny, not- getting
5: late. I want ice cream. Let me fix you for a Oh, no, Ma, not yet. I'll stay up a while. You had a long day, Danny. You should rest. Ma. All day you sat by the window. Let me alone, will you? You want I should get you some ginger ale? It's cold in the ice. I, I don't want nothing, Ma. Just leave me alone. So you'll call when you want to go to bed, all right? All right, then? Oh, yeah, Ma, all right. Tap, tap, Shirley.
0: Tap,
3: tap, Shirley. Behind a garden. Hello. Huh? Hello. My name's Ruth. Oh, I moved in today upstairs. Oh. I saw. Hey, do you mind if I sit on the stoop by your window? No. What's your name? Dan. What's wrong with you? You make funny faces.
0: Well, I... I can't help it.
3: Why didn't you answer Papa when he asked your question this afternoon?
0: Uh, I have trouble talking sometimes.
3: Oh. Can you walk? No. Will you run over?
0: No, I was born like this. You
3: ain't really dopey, are you?
0: No, it's just I was born with...
3: That lady in the blue dress, she's your mother, ain't she?
0: Yeah.
3: My mother died last year. She had double pneumonia.
0: Oh, that's too bad.
3: Hey, a quarter in the great... can a doctor do something? something?
0: For me? Yeah. Well, my mother took me to the clinic when I was four. They told her they couldn't do anything.
3: That's awful. What is
0: it? Well, the doctor said cerebral palsy. That, that means something isn't there in the part that tells the muscles what to do.
3: Oh. <laughs>
0: that's what makes me make funny faces all the time.
3: You don't have to tell me if you don't want to.
0: Oh, I don't mind. You, you won't laugh at me, though.
3: No, I won't laugh
0: rest of the kids on the block do. I'm used to it, I guess. They call me Dopey Dan.
3: That isn't fair. It ain't your fault, is
0: it? (laughs) No, it isn't my fault. Ruthie!
3: Ruthie! Yes, Papa, I gotta go upstairs. I'll see you tomorrow, Dan. Good
5: night. Ruth. Who
3: is that
5: you're talking to, Danny? Girl from upstairs. The one who moved in today? Uh Uh-huh. She should shame herself with such a dirty face.
0: Her name is Ruth.
5: Such a nice neighborhood, this used to be. She looks straight at me, Ma. So? She looked at you. You want I should put you to bed? Oh,
0: no. No, that's all right, Ma. I, I want to sit up a while longer. You go ahead. I want to think. I watched you grow up, Ruth. You washed your face now, and soon those long black braids gave way to a sort of soft tangle around your face. You went to Douglas Junior High School with the kids from the block, and after school you used to sit on the high brown stone stoop just outside my window and report on the day's activities.
3: The teacher don't like me, Dan. Right in front of the whole class, she said I didn't do my homework. Well, did you? Well, not exactly. I tried to, You but... went to
0: the movies instead. I saw you go by. Well,
3: Skip asked me to go. I don't see what good algebra does anyway. Did
0: you have a good time with Skip?
3: I guess so. We had a soda after. you never seen a movie, have you, Dan?
0: Well, Ma was going to take me once, but she couldn't get anybody to carry me.
3: It was a swell picture.
0: I'll see one someday.
3: Hi, hot Hi, hot Hi, uh, What do you do when I'm in school, Danny? You're here, you're here. I don't
0: know. Watch the street, I guess.
3: Don't you read? Well,
0: I can't turn the pages so good. I, I used to have a teacher come twice a week, but... Not anymore. Hey,
3: I know what. I'll read to you Saturday afternoon. I've got to read Ivanhoe for school anyway, and I would just as soon read it aloud. Hey, Ruthie!
0: That's Skip calling you.
3: I'll let him come over here if he wants anything. Hey. What you doing, Ruthie? Just talking.
4: So don't be
0: dead?
3: Skip Parsons, you shut up! Oh, that's
4: all right. Sure, Danny don't mind. Do you? No. We're old friends, ain't we? Never
3: mind, Skip. You shut up anyway.
4: Poor girls are crazy.
3: Ain't they, Danny? Uh, See?
4: Danny agrees with me. Why
3: don't you go away, Skip.
4: I'll go when I want to. Say, Ruthie, uh, all the kids in school are going up the river on the day line Saturday. You're coming, ain't you? I don't know. Won't cost much. Look, I'll tell you what. You come with me, and I'll get your ticket.
3: Well, I was going to read to Danny on Saturday. We're going to Bear Mountain.
4: Joe Barker's father's giving her hot dogs for the whole bunch. I don't know. It sounds swell, Ruth. Yeah, it's a lot better than just sitting on a stoop reading all afternoon.
3: I don't know yet, Skip. I'll let you
4: know. You
0: went to Bear Mountain with Skip, Ruth. I wanted you to. Skip was supposed to be very funny. He had an imitation of the way I talk and how my face moves. I never saw it, but all the kids in the neighborhood laughed every time. <laughs> Saturday afternoon, I watched the little kids unscrew the top off the fire hydrant and run around under the water. Hey, Billy, to
3: the top of the hydrant. I thought of you on the boat
0: with the wind blowing through that short tangle of hair. I think I enjoyed that trip more than you did. You came home way after twelve, Alone. The night was hot and the whole street seemed to be weighed down under a smothering blanket. You sat on the stoop, and even in the dark, I could tell you were crying.
3: I am not crying, it's just hot. Well, I
0: didn't mean anything, Ruth. Didn't you have a good time? Sure. Well, how come Skip didn't bring you home? Your father will be awful mad.
3: I don't care. Well,
0: what's the matter? You are crying, Ruth. It's
3: nothing, Danny. Something
0: happened on the trip, didn't it? No, no. It was Skip, wasn't it?
3: Oh, Danny. He
0: made of the way I talk.
3: I tried to make him stop, but he wouldn't. Uh, he only did it because they all laughed. But, well, Danny, it was awful. You mustn't mind. Ruth. I hit him, Danny. I slapped Skip as hard as I could. And then I ran into the cabin. Well,
2: please don't. I, I didn't I, come I, home no. with
3: him. I couldn't stand it, Danny. I will never talk to Skip as long as I live. Oh,
0: they don't mean anything, Ruth. It's just that I'm different. Now, <laughs> don't cry, Ruth. Please.
2: Is that you, Ruthie?
0: Papa. He's been to Connolly's bar. I saw him go by around 10. Ruth,
2: answer when your father calls Yes, there.
3: Papa? Danny, he's drunk. What'll I do?
2: Didn't I tell you to get home before midnight?
5: Papa, I... Didn't I say
2: before midnight? Didn't I? But Papa... Mr. Gower. What do you want? Uh, I, I... Well? Ruth
0: was here, talking to me. No, Dan. Oh, she was, huh? She was talking to me. She was... She was
2: back around 11. Why, are you lying, half-witted crystal? I ought to... don't
3: you dare talk to Dan like Watch. that!
2: What? Why, you little... Ah! Ruth! <laughs> Go on, get upstairs before I beat your head off. M- Mr. Gower, you, you shouldn't Listen, do that. Listen, you overgrown idiot. If I didn't know that your mama has to even wipe your nose for you, I'd... I'd... Stay away from Ruthie, see? I don't want her hanging around her. I... Well, just stay away!
5: That was Gower coming home drunk again, Danny? (laughs) Danny. (laughs) You're crying. No, Ma. What's the matter? Can I do something for you? Danny, what are you crying for? Nothing, nothing. All right, so let me fix the pillow behind your back. It's all crooked. Ma, stop it. Danny. I can't stand it any longer. Let me alone. Let me alone. Let me alone.
0: my mother fixed my pillow and brought me a glass of water and wiped the tears out of my eyes. I sat at the window, staring out at the street. That night, I dreamed I could walk. I was with you, Ruth, walking by the ocean. We were running hand in hand, sort of floating over the sand. Running. Running. And then suddenly... I fell. I couldn't get up, and you looked down at me and said quietly, Cripple. I was screaming when I woke up, and my mother came running. She insisted on sitting up with me all night. I didn't dream again. After that, you didn't come every day. You had a job after school, and I'd see you go out in the morning with your books and come back late in the afternoon. You weren't really pretty, I suppose. You always looked tired, and Mm. you took a long time climbing the stoop. Ma, help me up and
3: throw me down. Oh, Danny, isn't this a scorcher? Oh, hello, Ruth. Oh, you tired? Sometimes Mm. I think you're lucky, Danny. I get so worn out in the store I fall asleep over my homework.
0: It gets tiring just sitting, too, Ruth.
3: Gee, you know what I mean, Danny. Here, I'll straighten your pillow. Oh,
0: it's all right. Let me
3: fix your collar, Danny. It's all twisted. There.
0: I couldn't reach it.
3: I'm sorry, Dan. I didn't mean to... You know... Oh, it's
0: all right, Ruth. I never mind when you talk about it or anything.
3: You're different from the other boys I know, Danny. Not only because you're...
0: Crippled. It's all right.
3: I mean, it seems like I can always talk to you. Papa doesn't seem to understand. Honest, Danny, sometimes I think you're all there... There is on the whole block that's real. I mean... I don't know.
2: Uh... I...
3: Danny, why is it you seem kind of good?
2: Uh,
0: I don't know.
3: I mean, you seem so so old. Old? As if you knew what was right. Oh, Dan, will you will you always let me talk to you? Ruth? Ruth. I get so tired. I need you to talk to, Danny. <laughs>
0: You sat on the stoop with your head in your hands, looking like all the sorrow in the world. And then you looked up and smiled at me, and I could see tears in your eyes. And I was glad, Ruth, glad you wanted me to listen while you poured out the troubles of your 18-year-old heart. The war was over now. There was a big welcome home streamer stretching from our house across the street to
2: 794. Dad! Danny, look who's back! Look who's back! It was Skip
0: Parson on the sidewalk at the foot of the stoop. He stood looking up at me with his feet apart, leaning on a sort of steel cane that reached up beyond his right hand and clamped his arm by the elbow. Hi, Danny. Hello, Skip. Mm -hmm. Swell to see you. Come
3: on up and sit down a while on the stoop. I got
4: nowhere to go. Hello, Skip. Hiya, Ruthie. I guess I kind of joined your club, Danny. Uh, There. I'm sorry, Skip. Well, I still got the leg, even if it is all scrambled up. How you been, Danny? All the same. You look great. I, I mean, except for the leg. Yeah. But the surprise is Ruthie. She wasn't pretty when I went away. I'm not now. Sure you are. Isn't she, Danny? You ought to know. I leave it to you. Uh, I guess so. Never mind. What are the ribbons for, Skip? Oh, free beers, mostly. They're good for at least a quarter of Connelly's. Didn't you notice me weaving? That's a combat infantry badge, isn't it? Yeah. I'll tell you a secret. It's the only one that means anything to me. The other stuff is to sweep beautiful ladies off their feet. Why
3: aren't you write you were coming? I didn't
4: think of it. I guess I should have. Well, you got home just in time, Skip. Ruth graduates high school tonight. Hey, that's swell. Congratulations. What you should have told me. I'd have brought you a present or something, maybe flowers.
3: But Dan sent me flowers. Why
4: don't you go
0: with her tonight, Skip? Mr. Gower's working. Ruth won't have anybody there. I wasn't
3: that? Don't be goofy. I need somebody in the
4: audience to clap when they call my name. Oh, horny oh. handed Parsons, they call me. How's this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sue. Do.
3: I gotta go get dressed now. Oh, your flowers are swell, Danny. I'm glad. Mm-hmm.
4: In about an hour, Ruthie? Maybe
3: a little longer. I'll try to hurry.
4: Well, I got to shave. See you later, Danny.
2: Have a good
0: time, Skip. I saw you go off together to the graduation. It was almost dark, and the street lamp went on just as you passed under it. Oh, Skip was wrong. You weren't pretty, but the light caught the white flowers in your dark hair. They danced when you tossed your head and waved to me.
5: That's the Gower girl going to graduation? Yes, Ma. think her father would come home to go with her. He's working. Working, not working. A girl graduates only once. Who's that with her?
0: Skip Parson. He came home today.
5: I already heard. Shame his legs. Such a strong boy. Oh, she looked nice, Ma. She ought to. You made me buy expensive enough flowers. So much money for a little girl like that. Oh, Ma. Still, you're right. The father wouldn't get them, and on graduation, a girl should have flowers.
0: They were pretty. She had them in her hair.
5: Lucky Skip came home, so she had someone to take her. Everybody's got his troubles. and the whole world, nothing but troubles. Alice, Alice, so, uh, Alice, you want Alice, a dream Alice, the next time the man comes Alice. around? <laughs>
0: came home late. I heard you both laughing quietly as you turned the corner. And when you passed under the street lamp, I saw the flowers in your hair wilted and yellowing. Skip had tucked one of them under his infantry badge, like it was a
4: buttonhole.
3: Dan! Hey, Dan! He's
4: probably in
0: bed.
3: Danny!
4: What do you want to wake him for? I promised
3: to tell him about graduation. I'll
4: give him a break. Let him sleep. (laughs) But I promise. It'll keep till morning. Danny won't mind.
3: Gee, I wish he could have been there.
4: Why, didn't I clap loud enough?
3: Don't be silly, Skip. It's a... Oh, Danny's been something sort of special to me. Oh. Skip, it isn't fair. Why should he be like that? It isn't fair.
4: Hey, hey, take it easy. It's graduation night. He
3: said he was glad you went with me. Sure.
4: Danny's okay. Say. Say, you're not it. I mean, Danny.
3: Oh, Skipper.
4: Ruthie. Let's walk down to the river. It's early.
3: I can't. Pop will be home from work soon. He'll get mad. You've
4: got lots of time. After all, you only graduate high school once.
3: Well, I really promise... If
4: Danny was up, he'd answer.
3: But Pop is... Your old man doesn't come home till
4: three. What do you say?
3: All right. Oh. What's the matter? My flowers came loose. Here, hold my Oh,
4: they're drooping anyway. You might as well throw them away.
3: No, I'll fix the pin. I want to save them. There.
4: We can make it to the river and back before your father comes home. Mm -hmm. I'd heard you when
0: you called, Ruth. I don't know why I didn't answer, but I waited up till you came back. I wanted to be sure you got home safely. I was afraid your father would come home and find you still out, too. But he didn't. It was a week later when Skip came by again. He was wearing his old suit from before the war, but his arm was still braced against that twisted steel half crutch. He pulled himself up the high stoop.
4: Wow. It's quite a climb. Mind if I sit a while? No. Uh. Danny, you've got to help me. Me? I know I got a nerve. All afternoon, I sat in Conley's bar trying to figure out how I had the right.
0: What's the trouble, Skip?
4: Well, remember, remember when I was a kid, I used to call you Dopey Dan? Yes, I remember. Ruthie socked me for it once. I was imitating you on the boat coming down from Bear Mountain. She hauled off and sucked. I knew about it. Well, kids are like that, Danny. You know that, don't you? I didn't mean anything special. I was was just, you know, there isn't an excuse. Well, I don't mind anymore. Look, I know it isn't anything like it. I mean, my leg and your trouble, they aren't in the same class. But this morning I saw two kids following me down the street, making like my brace with a stick.
0: You'll get used to it. No, that isn't
4: what I mean. I try to figure how... how I come off to ask you to help. I wouldn't have had the nerve, but Ruthie told me you always were a friend. Ruth? Yeah. I need you, Danny. You're the only one who can help. I... I, What's the matter? Mm, Nothing. You see, it's her old man. He won't let her see anybody. He goes crazy every night when he's working because he can't tell where she is. She's scared of him, Danny. Well, well, what do you want from me? i got to see her, Danny. I just got to. She's going to meet me over at the park. She told her father she's going to read to you. He'll ask her, you, Danny. You've got to tell him she was with you.
0: I didn't know what to say to Skip Ruth, so I stuttered like I always do when I get confused. Skip sat by the window and told me how pretty you were. You weren't really pretty, Ruth, even on graduation night with my flowers in your hair. I wanted to tell him there were lots of prettier girls, so many others. He could walk, he could find the others. Why did he have to come to me? Why did I have to help him? You stopped by my window before you went to meet him. You sat on the stoop the way you used to.
3: How do I look, Danny?
0: Oh, fine, Ruth. Just fine. I'm
3: going over to the park to meet Skip. Yes, I know. Oh, Danny, I love him. What's the matter, Danny?
0: Skip's a good guy.
3: He wants to get married and go to California. He knows a job out there where his leg won't matter. Only it wasn't for Papa.
0: Well, can't you just go anyway?
3: Yeah, but Skip and Papa don't like each other. Danny, why is Papa like he is? He's not really bad. He worries about me. That way, you know. And Danny, he don't need to worry. Why can't he be nice, Danny? Why can't he? Uh, Ruth, Ruth, I... You've always been a friend, Danny. I've always been able to talk to you. Remember when I said I wanted to talk to you always?
0: Ruth, Ruth, I can't even talk right hardly.
3: Even if you couldn't walk or anything... You were my very best friend on the block. You were my best friend in the world, Danny. You could tell what I was thinking. You knew it without my saying anything. That's what I love about Skip, Danny. Gentle and sweet. Like you. Sometimes I think that you're the... No, Ruth. Danny, I'll write you often. You're
0: you're not going tonight, are you?
3: Tomorrow, maybe, if Skip wants.
0: I... I hope you'll be happy, Ruth.
3: Bend your head up, Danny. Well, your face feels hot, Danny. Are you all right? Have you a fever or something?
0: No. No, I'm all right.
3: Your it's so hot, Danny. Tomorrow I'll say goodbye like always. Just like I was going to school or something. But you'll know, Danny, that it's... Ruth, don't. Goodbye, Danny. Oh,
5: Danny. <laughs> To Danny. (laughs) Somebody's bothering you, maybe. (laughs) Danny, what's the matter? Why, you're crying. That's no way for a man to act. A a, a man? A man who can't even button his
0: shirt or tie his shoes? What kind of a man is that?
5: Danny? What kind of a man that drools and stammers when he talks like a baby? (laughs) Danny, your mom isn't blind. You're my son. I lived in the house with you for 23 years. Oh, please, Mama. Let's skip her. You went two years to a war. But Danny, your war went on from when you were born. I know. I know. You're rude. She's going away. But you've still got to live. Oh, ma! For heaven's sake! Oh, she goes away, Danny. It didn't take courage to live twenty-three years sitting in a window watching the world run and play games. A man—could there be more of a man? Mama, I love her.
0: I sit by the window and watch the street. All day I watch the girls jumping rope and the boys playing stickball. You wrote me, Ruth, but I didn't answer. This is the letter I write in my head. Even if I wanted to, I couldn't put it on paper. I'm 23 years old and I can't hold a pencil in my hand.
1: That was Ground Floor Window, Attraction 2, Radio City Playhouse, as written by Ernest Kenoy and directed by Harry W. Junkin. Bill Redfield starred as Danny, and other members of the cast included Bernard Grant, Marilyn Erskine, Anna Karen, and Arthur Q. Bryan. The music was composed and conducted by Dr. Roy Shield. Radio City Playhouse is supervised for the National Broadcasting Company by Richard P. McDonough. Next week, the Radio City Playhouse presents Of Unsound Mind, written by our director, Harry W. Duncan. It is the story of Myra, beautiful, gracious, charming, and without a soul. It is the story of Caleb, her war wounded husband, and of Jeff, the other man in her life. We sincerely hope you'll be with us next Saturday when we bring you Of Unsound Mind by Harry W. Duncan. Attraction 3, Radio City Playhouse. Warren speaking. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.